Welcome to Crazy Day, where I explore my own curiosity and invite you along for the ride. Ready to go? Welcome to Crazy Day, my podcast about curiosity and what's in my mind. My name is Matt. This week, I've been thinking about cold days, hot stew, laziness, and ancient texts. Years ago, I read a book by Anthony Bourdain called A Cook's Tour. The premise of the book was that he wanted to travel the world looking for the perfect meal. It all started when he asked his friends about their favorite meals. These were men and women who were professional chefs and worked with some of the finest ingredients available, and yet many of them would respond with something humble like macaroni and cheese or meatloaf. Often, this was because the food was combined with a memory or an experience, meaning it wasn't the food alone that made the meal. Anthony Bourdain realized that the experience that comes with a meal is just as much a part of the meal as the food itself. That got me to thinking about some of my favorite meals. Every time I do this exercise, one immediately comes to mind. It's a bowl of thick, hearty stew with a rich broth served with a slice of fresh, warm, dense bread and butter. Now that's easy enough, right? But I haven't told you the secret ingredient that makes this dish special. And that is a blustery, cold fall day. There is nothing better than being outside on a cold fall day with a jacket on, the wind blowing, and the chill is just starting to work its way past all of those layers. Your nose is running a bit. Now, I'm not talking like full-on snot running down your face, but you know, just that little drip at the tip of your nose. Can you picture it? All right. Then you go inside, you take your coat off and your gloves and you scoop out a bowl of stew, cut off a hunk of bread and sit down. To me, that is a perfect meal. And what I love about this meal is it's the combination of flavors and experience that culminate into something special. That stew would taste good on a spring or a summer day, but it's the contrast of the miserable cold weather with the warm stew that make it wonderful. The weather without the stew is just miserable, and the stew without the weather it loses the contrast that it needs to just make me smile and consider it the most perfect meal ever. It's the power of contrast. For the last few weeks, I have felt like I was in a bit of a rut, honestly. Back in April, I worked a lot of long hours on a woodworking project that I'm really deeply proud of. It came out great, but it took a lot of work and a lot of late nights to finish it in time to deliver it when I said I would. I entered May feeling really accomplished, but also really exhausted, and I decided to take some time to rest. But what started as a time of intentional rest gradually devolved into day after day of not doing much of anything at all. Now, don't get me wrong. I fully realize that it's not necessarily healthy to be productive every minute of the day. But having just come off the high of accomplishment I had felt in April, the contrasting feeling of feeling 
unaccomplished was especially powerful and attention-grabbing. As I sat with this feeling for a bit, it reminded me of a verse I read in the ancient Chinese text, the Tao Te Ching. And I'm going to read that here. When the world understands that beauty is beautiful, ugliness will exist. When the world understands that goodness is good, evil will exist. From that, we learn that existence affirms non-existence. Ease affirms difficulty. Short derives from long, because that is what it is compared to. Low derives from high, because according to that, it is measured. Echo affirms sound. After follows before. Accordingly, the sage operates without action and teaches his pupils without words. Everything in the universe, when defined, is relative to everything else. The sage does not try to differentiate things. He does not try to show his preference for things, either in deed or in speech. This does not mean that the sage does nothing or says nothing. Rather, it means that he accepts things as they are, easily and naturally, without making any demands. This verse really speaks to the idea and power of contrast, at least to me. We may think someone is tall, but that's only because we have the concept of short. One doesn't exist without the other. Someone is only beautiful if we have the concept of ugliness. And in my case, non-productive and unaccomplished only come from the concept of being productive and accomplished. Without their contrast to compare them to, the short person isn't short, they just are. The beautiful person isn't somehow special because they aren't ugly. They look exactly how they look. And the non-productive person, they're simply resting. See, it's in the gap or the contrasts between definitions that we find distinction but also judgment. And with judgment comes the potential for negativity towards others or disdain for ourselves. Was I being lazy and unproductive? Or was I simply giving myself the rest I needed in those moments during May? When I realize that both are two sides of the same coin, it helps me love myself more and sit in judgment of myself less. As the verse said before, Everything in the universe, when defined, is relative to everything else. Contrasts highlight those differences, for better or for worse. So that's it for this episode of Crazy Day. Thank you all so much for sticking around to the end. If you know someone who would appreciate this episode, would you mind hitting that share button or posting it on your social media feed? That would really help get this show of mine in front of more people, and I'd appreciate it. If you haven't already done so, would you leave a rating or review if your podcast player supports it? I know they're all a little different. But regardless of what you do, I love you all so much, and I'll see you on the next episode of Crazy Day.